Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today. Let's have prayer. Heavenly Father, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for having mercy on us, giving us time to get our heads together, Lord, that we might serve you. Yes. Might do your will. We're thanking you for this privilege. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. The lesson today is going to be in two parts. Uh, supernatural invasions. And you really need you to listen. Evangelist Turner will read scriptures, Matthews 12 and 23, uh, Mark 5, 1 through 20, and uh, Ezekiel 28, 2 through 14. And it's so important you write these down so that after the broadcast is over, you can go back and review this for yourself. Know for yourself. One advantage that we have today that our foreparents probably didn't have is the ability to read. And all our instructions and what we must do is already written down. We just need to know where to find it. Man. We're asking this as Super uh, Evangelist Turner to read. Praise the Lord. Matthew 12, verse 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Amen. Mark 5, 1 through 20. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, unto the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was gone, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, not, no, not with chains. Excuse me. But because he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he had, he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he spake, he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there were nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. 
And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. And when they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country, and they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and ran his right mind in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. And when he was come unto the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. And last verse, verse 20. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Amen. Amen. Today's topic, as we said before, is uh, supernatural invasion. Invasion. I'm talking about spirits coming in to you because they want a place to stay. God didn't bless them with a body. You are a blessed person just simply because you have a body. God yeah. saw you before you were born. Yes. And he blessed you. And he chose you. So yet makes you special out of the creations that God uh, has created. Praise the Lord. A possessed person will take on the nature of the demon. If the demon is homosexual, the person will be homosexual. Mm -hmm. Praise God. If the demon is a murderer or a murderist, then the demon, the person will be a murderess. You will take on the nature of the demon. Yes. There are many unclean spirits, gay spirits, crazy spirits, legions, uh, in great numbers, are demons. The thing is, we need to know that we have the power to move them away from us or out of us. Most of us haven't been taught that. Some of us don't even realize there's other spirits going on around here, around you every day. Praise God. Some of these spirits really don't mean you any harm. But that don't mean that they have a right to invade your body. But they really don't mean you any harm physically. They are looking for a place to stay. They're looking at your body as a house. And they coming in to a warm, comfortable place. There's been times when these demons would actually try to help you. Uh, there was a, uh, a story in the Bible there where this damsel had this a gift of prophecy, and she could tell her, her owner uh, what to do and how to save money and how to make money. Well, he enjoyed that. But when the man of God came by and she saw him and she started telling him that she knew who he was, 
kept following him around, he rebuked that spirit in her and it came out of her. So she no longer had that gift. So that made the, the man of God an enemy to her owner. You understand some people are using these spirits for their own benefit. Now, it's a wonderful thing to know that we have Jesus on our side. You know, as a young man, I worked in a mental institution. And some of those people was, was way out there. Sometimes, many times, those shock treatments helped. They would give them shock treatments. And after a while, that spirit that caused them to be crazy or to do the things that, they, uh, that put them in the hospital would get up and leave. Uh, the problem was I didn't know how to really help these people. I was doing a job. If I had introduced these people to Jesus first, because that was part of my job, not really to talk about the Bible. We, the Bible didn't even enter into it. But I was to sit down and talk with them and try to understand where they were coming from, uh, where their mind is, if there was any, any improvement. That was my job. But if I had been saved and really knew Christ for myself at the time, then before he went in or she went in to take these shock treatments, if I had just introduced them to God, if I had introduced them to Christ and let them know that this would be a blessing to them, if they just accept Jesus, if they just become believers, and, I had, uh, and if I could have informed them that the demon that's in there would come out, you know, and, and, and they would be free. Mm -hmm. But God forgive me. I didn't know. None of the nurses and doctors really knew either. I don't think there's many know today. And I think some parts of Texas here, they're still giving shock treatments. But what they need to do first is some man of God, woman of God, need to go in there before the treatment start and introduce these patients to Jesus and let them know that once they become healed through these shock treatments, that if Jesus has set up home in them like the demon did, then the demon would have a place to go when it come back. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I was only doing a job. God forgive me. But now, as a man of God that's been called for spiritual warfare and how to fight it, I wish I had known then what I know now. Now, I've, you read, er, you saw earlier what the evangelist Turner was talking about. And she was talking about if you rebuke these spirits in Jesus' name, they will come out and they go out into dry places. But when a demon come back, and it will come back, why? To see if their house is still empty. Mm -hmm. They will come back to check the patient, the person, to see if that space they were rebuked out of is still empty. If it is empty, if it doesn't have the spirit of God living in there, then that's, that demon will go back and get seven others stronger than he or she or it was. And this time it will be even more difficult to get that spirit out of that person so they can live a normal life. As God is my witness, I do believe those demons could feel that shock treatment as well as the patient. 
this is what I witnessed. Once these people got the shock treatments, they started to recuperate. They started to get well because why? The demon was gone. And in a matter of weeks or days or whatever, we noticed a regression. That's because the demon had come back. Now, that didn't work like that in all cases. Sometimes that demon got up there and it left and it didn't come back. See? But many times the demon didn't come back. Now, the Bible speaks of these things. If you rebuke these spirits out and you have the power, now, he, he will do or it will do what it knows to do. Go out and get some more and bring them back to his house. Stronger demons than it was or it is. We need to remember this. Everything in word or deed, you do all in the name of Jesus. Mm. We need to be taught by our pastors, our leaders. It is a terrible thing to allow these demons to take over your body. But as I said before, because God saw fit to give you this body, and if you check your, your scriptures, you'll find that the Lord said, I knew you before you were put in your mother's womb. I knew you. Well, why you? Why you? Why do, why do you have a body? Why do you have a body? Why, why were you so special? You are special to God. Every child is special to God. He chose you because he loved you. He chose you because he loves you. Now, all the equipment, uh, the, the, the things that we need to fight with has already been given to us. I would say to you, don't ask God to do something for you that you can do for yourself. But the problem is most of us don't know how to fight. Most of us haven't been taught. And you know what? Most of you out there are going to close your ears to me. You know you need help. Now, I am not condemning you or trying to tear you down or make you feel like you're worth nothing because you're gay. I know some real nice people that's gay. I know some real loving people that's gay. But they're still lost to Christ. They're still lost to God. Now, some say, I was born like this. No, you weren't. It was just that when you realized you were gay, you were already a young man or a young woman. You weren't born like this. You were invaded. You were invaded because no one protected you. Why didn't your mother or your father protect you? All they had to do was call on for help in Jesus' name. Why did they do that? Because they didn't know. Many of them go to church. Many people go to church today, sit in there and listen, just as lost as they can be. Some of them are getting the word, good sound doctrine. Some, many, many, many are not. They go to church because they know it's good to go, but they're going to church and they're still on their way to hell because they're not being taught properly how to fight, how to stand. 
knowing that whatever your problem is, I don't care how disgraceful you feel or know it is, God is able to deliver because God loves you. It's not going to be easy. A gay spirit is as hard to get rid of as a murderous spirit. It is. It, 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 it takes a good hold on you. But the spirit itself know that it does not have a right to live in your body. So if you know you these rights, if you know that they come under the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you know that he's given you the power to rebuke, really you do have to want to be rid of it. It's like smoking too. You have to be want to get rid of it. Like smoking dope. You got to want to get rid of it. You can get rid of it. If you really want to get rid of it, you can get rid of it. Many times, you maybe need, you need some people to pray with you. Brothers and sisters in the Lord. Coming together. Touching and agreeing. Calling these demons out. But you got to be in agreement. You have to want this deliverance. You have to be tired of the life that you're living. I know some people back in Indiana that was really nice people, loving people. Well, I mean, they were giving people. If you could needed help, they would help you. And they were just as gay as they could be. And they weren't necessarily coming after you because you are what they were looking for. No, it's just in them to be loving. Nevertheless, they're still lost. If they don't understand that they can be rid of that thing, because most gay people know that it's wrong. How in the world are you going to be a beautiful woman with a man walking around inside of you? How in the world are you going to be a masculine man with a woman walking inside of you? You know that's wrong. You know that's wrong. But you feel like there's nothing you can do. You feel like you're locked in, but you're not. Don't let anybody tell you that you have to accept these spirits. You don't. Because Jesus has opened the door. He came and he died. He ascended into hell. He captured the devil and he took away his powers. And he returned these powers to you. One thing you beginners are ones that are struggling right away trying to find something to do. If you're struggling, remember this. Repent when you sin. Repent. If it's your desire to be rid of these demons and it gets the best of you because it's strong, repent. Come together with other believers and ask them to pray for you because one can put a thousand of these spirits on the run. Just think what two can do. It's 10,000. Spirits that they can rebuke and get on the run. And if you come together with three or four, oh my God, in Jesus' name, you've got some power going there. You've got to remember, in Jesus' name, it can be done. But the devil is not going to give up right then. It'll depart for a while, but it'll come back and check and see, have Jesus moved in? Have the Spirit of God moved in? And if it's 
spirit of God has moved in, then that spirit would keep on going, looking for another place it can invade. But if they have not, if you have not accept Jesus as your personal savior, if you have not come together with people touching and agreeing, that's willing to lay on hands in Jesus' name, you're going to continue to have that spirit. I'm telling you, it's a hard spirit to get rid of, but as name of my Lord Jesus Christ, the, 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 the creator, I'm telling you, God will help you. But you have to desire, have the desire to be helped. God will help you. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy because the devil is not going to give up on you because he doesn't want to lose. You are a good catch for him. Why? I don't know. But if you are a parent and you have young children, pray for your children. Pray for them. Lay on hands anything that's not of the Lord. Get it out of that child. And if you see strange things that the child is doing, let that child know this is not the way a girl is supposed to act. This is not the way a boy is supposed to act. You're going to have to start acting like what you are. You're a male, act like a male. You're a female, act like a female. And I don't care how strong, rebuke it. I am not going to yield to this because I know it's wrong and I want to be saved. I want to live with Jesus when he come back. I want to be one of those because you're already chosen. But you have a will. A will means that you can accept him or you can reject him. God is gonna, not going to make you serve him. So if you want to be free, be free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, O oh God. Look upon Pastor Wells, Lord, and his congregation. He's a good man, Lord. He's reaching out, Lord. He's teaching sound doctrine. Hallelujah. And if you are in Cosby area, it's Cosby Street Church of God in Christ. He's a good man. Now, I'm not saying I am not ch Church of God in Christ. I am not a Baptist. I am non-denominational. I'm not a fighting against anybody. I will work with anybody. Praise God, because I think this is one of the things that's wrong today. Too many believers are fighting against each other. If we keep fighting against each other, then we can't find the devil. We can't fight the devil. Amen. He will win. Divide and conquer is what he's trying to do. I love the Catholics. I love the, Mom the, the, the Mormons. I love the, uh, 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 the, the Pentecostal people. I love the Baptist people. I love everybody that loves the Lord, that loves the Lord. And I'll reach out and do all I can for you. Just call on us. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located in Rocharon, Texas, 77583. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas. Or cash app, dollar sign FND Church. Again, cash app, dollar sign FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at turnerman at yahoo.com. Turnerman at yahoo.com.